Welcome to the Just Get Started podcast. I'm your host, Brian Andreco, and thanks for being a part of this journey. This podcast is all about the getting started moments because, let's face it, the first step toward accomplishing anything can be the hardest part. And we cover all the bases. I bring on guests to share their getting started moments and how they overcame obstacles and pressed on, how they built their business from the ground floor, or how they took a chance on themselves to follow their purpose. I also share some solo episodes where I narrate and expand on many of the blog articles I've written around getting started and some of the lessons I've learned along the way. This podcast has been a labor of love for the last several years, and I'm grateful to have you join along and support me on this journey. I hope you enjoy this episode, so let's get it started. Hey everyone, and welcome to another solo episode on the Just Get Started podcast. On today's show, I wanted to talk a little bit about failure and some of the things that I've learned over the years. To do that, I wanted to start reading a blog that I wrote a few months back, and then I'll layer in some thoughts on the back end. James Dyson took over 5,000 tries to perfect his Dyson vacuums before he saw traction. We can all be grateful he put that level of determination into his work, or we'd still be emptying vacuum bags to this day. We may be discouraged because of failures of the past, but we also have to have a perspective that the future is unwritten. We don't know what will happen. We have to be willing to give the door one more knock and see if it opens. Give your project an attempt. Go ask them out. Sign up for that race. The hard part isn't what happens on the other side of the door. It's having the courage to turn the handle and live with the result that it may not open at all. What we find out through failing is that we rarely remember the failure. We are proud that we tried. Sadly, what we remember most often is not making the attempt at all. That should be a much greater fear than failing having to live with the feeling of not having enough courage to try in the first place. You know, so when I wrote this blog article, I remember having this thought in my head because I had just listened to a podcast with James Dyson on, and I've been using the Dyson vacuums for a lot of years, so it kind of just was in my head, and it got me thinking about my life and, and other people that are around me and these conversations we have about failing. And it's just so amazing to me, I look at my life, and how many moments I was scared to fail. But I never questioned why I was scared to fail. I just never did it. I never like tried. And I made some excuse. But I never really questioned myself on what I was actually afraid of. What was I afraid of happening? And that's really the encouragement I'm going to make on this episode. Is if we're scared to do something... We need to question why we're scared in the first place. What is the actual fear of? We might fail, sure, but what does failure get us? It gets us an opportunity to try because we may actually succeed. It gets us an opportunity to learn. It puts us in that situation in case we're in it again. So why wouldn't we want to try? And I think part of it, at least my discovery, as many things do, go back to childhood and wanting so much attention from people and wanting so much of them to love me and to, you know, to have me around because I didn't get a lot of attention, that neediness that was there as a child. And I think about that from a failing standpoint as if I failed, 
they wouldn't like me anymore. But it was also on the other side of it of if I failed, I wasn't a good person. And I was less than deserving of someone's love or admiration or whatever. You know, bullshit was in my head. And those things are real. And it took me a long time to, to have that uh, self-awareness. That, you know, there was a lot of things from childhood that were really um, imposing on me and were making me make decisions that actually I probably didn't want to make. Ultimately, I wanted to try things. I wanted to succeed. And if I didn't succeed, at least I wanted to attempt them and say that I did. But in my head, it was always about not being good enough. And so if I failed, that would prove that I was not good enough. So, well, what's the best thing to do? Just don't even try. Play it safe. That's at least what I thought. But it wasn't really until, gosh, probably until my at least late 20s, definitely early 30s, you know, it started. And probably really until my mid-30s, you know, just three or four years ago, when I really started to believe that, it was basically a a different belief system. I started to believe that I should be trying to fail at everything. Why would I even play it safe? One, we only get one go around on this, you know, big blue marble. So what am I waiting for? Am I saving for for something else? But secondly, it was really the belief. Here's Here's the big changing point for me, if I land the plane here, is it was a mindset change over time of just believing myself and, and realizing that I need to try things and, hey, what things were out there. But really the big sticking point for me was that it all doesn't matter. Who cares if I fail at something? We all fail. We all have moments that we're not proud of. We all make mistakes. But generally when we fail... We're normally proud of those moments because we're like, ah, you know what? I gave it a, a you know, the, the old college try. I took the shot. We actually are proud of those moments. Think about your failures you've had maybe in recent months or years. We're not disappointed in ourselves. We may be disappointed with the outcome of like, ah, I wish I performed better. Okay, that's a little different thought process though. But we're happy we actually were in the game. We had the attempt. What I know the, the, from most, like especially childhood, is that, and I don't call it regret because I just, that was the information I had at the time. But looking back, that's how I can categorize it, is I wish I asked out the girl or tried out for the basketball team or did a numerous amount of other things. But I was just scared, as I mentioned earlier, and fearful of what would happen if I failed. So the, the changing point was this whole idea that who cares? We, we want to fail because if I fail, I learn. I get better. I figure out maybe how to do it better next time. And oh, by the way, I may actually succeed. Something I never thought about when I was younger. I may actually succeed with what I'm trying to do. And success, I'm not talking about in a monetary standing or a big, you know, ovation or anything like that. Success really, and this is your your definition might be different than mine, but 
Am I doing the things that I enjoy doing? Am I putting out the work that I want to put out? Or is it meaningful for me? That's success. You know, I even look at, you know, obviously we're on this podcast, so the podcast is a great example, but I look at the couple children's books that I've done and created and put out in the world. I imagine if I didn't put those out and they just kind of sat on the shelf and I was like, well, yeah, maybe I'll do those someday. I would probably be sitting with regret of not trying. But the fact that I've put those out, whether they sell a million copies or they sell a thousand or whatever, who cares? It's the fact that I created those. I use my creativity, my thoughts, the way I like to write, my style. Um, I influence the illustrations, although I didn't do those. And I'm fortunate to have a, some you know, great illustrators working with. But I was able to influence those in terms of my eye and how I thought the project should go. But all those things led to me being very happy with those projects and calling them a success in my mind. Whether they're a quote-unquote success in other people's minds does not matter. But it was the fact that I was able to get over the hump of not putting something out there and pushing forward and saying, you know what, it doesn't really matter what happens. Am I happy with the project? Do I want to do it? If the answer is yes, then let's do it. You know, so in conclusion, I mean, there's so many opportunities that we've all passed over in our lives. And a lot of times because we were naive, because we didn't have the confidence, because we just felt like we didn't want to look stupid or whatever. But when it comes down to it, we just didn't believe that we could do it. And we didn't think we were worthy enough to put it out in the world. I bet if we sat and thought a little bit more, and that would be the answer we came up with. We just didn't feel worthy. Why would I be the one that does this? Why can I do that? And it's always a negative connotation when we don't actually accomplish something. But if we change that mindset, if we get our mind in a different perspective and say, what could we really accomplish if we tried? If we actually put our work out in the world, what could that do for us, for our internal dialogue, for our happiness? And then what, that, what could that potentially do to the world? Is that a gift to the world that the world needs to see? You'll only know once you put that out there. You know, but tucking it away and shelving it, I'm telling you, it doesn't feel good. I still remember my first children's book, Luke's First Round of Golf. I wrote it in, you know, second half of 2012. Had a good percentage of it done. I mean, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was writing a, a children's book that rhymed. Like, I didn't really know. And I shelved it. I shelved it for five years. Almost six years, almost. For what? For what reason? Who the hell was I to write a children's book? That's what I thought. But it took a while. And that's why I'm sharing it on this podcast. Hopefully it doesn't take you as long to kick yourself into gear and say, what am I waiting for? Go out there and do it. What's the worst that happens? On one side, you actually succeed with it, meaning you feel good about yourself for getting it out there. You, you check the box. You completed a project. It motivates you for the future, maybe to do other projects. And maybe it's great for the world. The world needs to see whatever that you're creating or doing or trying. 
On the other side of the coin, if it doesn't work out, whatever it may be, well, you at least tried. So now you have an idea when you get back to that spot in the future, how does it feel? What, what's the mindset? How do you approach it differently? Or, hey, great, I failed, didn't work out, or maybe you know, it didn't get the level of you know, notoriety I was looking for, but who cares? I put it out in the world. I feel good about myself. Let's continue to put stuff out in the world. That's how we have to look at this. I mean, shit, I have almost 200 blog articles I've written over the last year and a half. I don't know how many people have read those. But it's because I wanted to put them out in the world. It's because I have something to say and something I believe other people um, would like to read and could be helpful. And I've had feedback that they've been helpful. But it's not millions of people. That's fine. It might not even be thousands. I have no idea. But I've put it out in the world Because I realize the importance of believing in myself and what I could do and what I want to do and not having any regrets about pushing that stuff forward like I used to in the past where I'd have regrets and I'd, ah, I didn't, yeah, I should have done that, but no, I didn't. And I try to justify it with some bullshit reason. Don't justify it with a bullshit reason. Whatever you want to do, go out there and do it. And be happy that you did. And whatever happens, happens. But know that you actually took the leap and you tried something. Even if you had all this fear inside of what could happen, you did it anyway. And that's something you should be proud of. So thanks again for listening in on another solo episode. I'm so grateful to have you here. If you want to connect online, uh, please do. BrianAndreco.com. Go to the bottom, the the footer. I have a contact page. Fill out the form there. At Brian Andreco on all the socials. Um, if you like this episode, share it out. Maybe someone needs the encouragement as well. Um, leave a review on Spotify. Um, right under the, they have it in an odd spot, but it's right underneath the the main like uh, image at the uh, the top of the podcast. There's like some stars there you hit or on Apple uh, Podcast. But I appreciate anything you do to get the word out in this, and hopefully you can help other people. So thanks again for listening in. Hope you all have a great day, a phenomenal week, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Hey, everyone, and just one more quick thing before you head off on your day. If you are enjoying this podcast, I'd encourage you to head over to my website, brianandreco.com, and hit the subscribe button in the top right corner. There you'll find my newsletter, which goes out once a week, and is more of a digest of various things that I've uncovered, whether it's a podcast, an article, or a video, something of that nature to help you get more informed and get started and keep moving forward on your journey. Secondly, my blog, which goes out three times a week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings, is more of a micro-blog, one to five minute reads to get you thinking a little bit differently and help you along the way. I really am grateful for you being here on this episode, and thanks for the support of the podcast. And if I can be a resource in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks again, and hope to connect soon. Take care.